Welcome to Baking with House of Bread, and I am your host, Sheila McCann. So today we're going to cover Irish soda bread. And while everyone is Irish on St. Patrick's Day, I am of actual Irish descent. But my Irish soda bread that we make at House of Bread is more of an American Irish soda bread. And that could be a good thing because I'm going to give you my recipe and I'm also going to share with you recipe the very traditional Irish soda bread, which is very, very basic. And you can choose which one you would like to produce. So the soda bread gets its name because you're using baking soda as the leavening agent. And so they call it in Ireland just bread soda, not Irish soda bread like we call it in the United States. And apart from maybe potatoes or Irish whiskey, it's probably the most famous food of the Emerald Isle. And it really is something that we sell a great deal of for about two weeks out of the year. <laughs> and those are the two weeks before St. Patrick's Day. And then occasionally we get people that want to order like six loaves or more. So our rule in the bakery is that we'll make any of our breads in our repertoire at any time if they order six loaves. But I will tell you, though, is that we make probably 200 loaves during the time period leading up to St. Patrick's Day. While this is a traditional treat that maybe it's a symbol of a, of a good party day like St. Patrick's Day and soak up some uh, of that Irish whiskey or maybe the green beers, but the history of Irish soda bread, it really began more out of a practical necessity than a culinary fun. And due to Ireland's financial strife and lack of access to ingredients, the inspiration for Irish soda bread was one of necessity. In order to make the most of the basic and inexpensive ingredients available, the wheat they use, it's a soft wheat. So that's what they can grow in Ireland. Um, and the soft wheat is more what's used in your all-purpose flours or your pastry flours, which is what I recommend you make the Irish soda bread with. And then they had that and they had baking soda and salt. And then it was just soured milk. That's what they used to make in the Irish soda bread recipes. So it really was an ideal recipe because you could be in a very remote area and had like no ovens and you could still create Irish, the, well, in Ireland, they call it soda bread. And all you need is a pan. So a lot of them, times that's what they did. They cooked in iron pots or the over griddles on, you know, open fires. And that was what built up the popularity of Irish soda bread. So it was popularity and it was actually just a very practical food item. So interesting enough, when I looked into a little bit of the history of Irish soda bread, I found out that they were not the first people to use soda to leaven their breads. It was the American Indians. So these indigenous Americans were the first to be documented using what's called a pearl ash. According to the internet, I don't even remember which side I got it off. It could have been Wikipedia, but it's a natural form of soda that's created from the ashes of wood. And they use this to leaven their breads without the presence of yeast. However, it wasn't until this process was later discovered and replicated by the Irish that it earned a reputation worldwide. And they document back to Ireland somewhere around the 1830s. That's, that's when the first iteration of baking soda or bicarbonate soda was introduced in the UK. And so the key thing with anytime you use baking soda 
is you that you have to have an acid to go with it, and that will activate it. When you see baking soda, you traditionally see like buttermilk or sour milk. And I'm going to go through the recipe. And we ran out of buttermilk one time. I don't remember if it was in this recipe or we also have a lemon bread recipe that uses buttermilk, but we ended up researching it. And so what you have to use, it's one tablespoon of lemon juice you put into one cup of milk and that'll get you your buttermilk and that'll give you your acid that's going to allow the baking soda to activate. So I did get a good chance to explore Ireland and this is back when I actually was in law school still, and I went on exchange to Europe, and my good friend in law school had family in Ireland. So her father had came over to the U.S. Uh, when he was like 20 years old. And it was interesting because he came over for opportunity. So, you know, America, the land of the opportunity, and, and that was in 1950s. So like my ancestors, they came over during the potato famine, like most Irish Americans. Her family back in Ireland, very much more of the tradespeople. You know, her aunt that I stayed with was a, a maid and or they were farmers and kind of more of the construction workers. And they lived in a very small village. So they were esteemable people, you know, hardworking, very nice folks. And so I want to make that point because what was interesting to me see, though, because I knew she grew up in very, basically an affluent suburb of L.A., and her father had done quite well without a college education. And he had um, really encouraged her, you know, to go to law school. And, and education became was something I think that maybe he was shamed by or whatever, the lack of education. So he really pushed her down that road. So it was interesting to go back and see all his family in Ireland. And the aunt that we did stay with, she was a good baker, too. So I remember we, they had tea time quite a bit, and we ate a lot of her baked goods to the point where I felt like I needed to go on a run in the morning. And I remember going running in their little village, and I swear you would think I was from outer space. <laughs> they were looking at me. I just remember, like, cars just, like, turning, giving me that neck turn, like, what is that person doing? And then some kids were playing and I ran by them and, and this little boy had came up to me and goes, oh, you're that American, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah. So it wasn't very usual for them. The bread, Irish soda bread, is the name. But you really want to think about it being a scone because it's much more of a texture of a scone. Even though back in the day in Ireland, they used a griddles or an open hearth to bake it on, we use an oven. We actually don't even have a stovetop in, in the bakery. So I'm going to give you a recipe that you actually bake them. And the Irish tend not to add raisins um, to their everyday soda bread, and they don't add any sweetener or caraway seeds. That's much more of the Irish American version. And if you want to make a brown Irish soda bread, it's just basically it's a whole wheat version. And it'll work in this recipe too, but you'd want to use a gold whole wheat. And I cover a lot more about flowers in episode one. So, so just for kicks and giggles, I'm going to read you the traditional Irish recipe. And I have it in a book. So somebody gave me a book on traditional Irish recipes. And to be honest with you, I have never made anything out of that. And I can give you an idea. You know, it wasn't a country that you want to... <laughs> uh, learn about cooking. It's not like Italy or France or... I mean, it was pretty basic. So potatoes and meat, stews, because they had to throw everything they could in 
I mean, it was a lot of surviving there. It's soda bread. So it's one pound of plain flour, three-fourths a pint of buttermilk, one teaspoon of the baking soda, and one teaspoon of salt. So that's the recipe. But here is how they described how to make it. Is you mix the dry ingredients together, and then you add the buttermilk and mix well with a wooden spoon. And then knead, knead lightly on a floured board, place on a baking sheet, and mark the top with a cross. Bake at the top of the oven for three quarters of an hour until the bottom of the loaf sounds hollow when wrapped with a knuckle. So I got kind of a kick out of this because um, I, I never think of describing, I, t I say tapping the bottom of the bread. I don't ever think of using a knuckle. So it kind of brings up my vision of like the Irish boxers. I, I came from a family of Irish boxer history. And, and anyway, so it's like using their knuckle, but... That's how they describe it. And then they also say to knead lightly. Well, I'm going to tell you don't knead at all. So this is just like a quick bread in the sense, uh, or scone or muffin, whatever, is that you do not want to develop the gluten. And that's why you want to use a lower gluten flour, like all-purpose or pastry. So I'm going to disagree with them on that. But one thing they did say was to put on the top of the oven. And that is true um, because it's, a, it's spread out a bit. So you don't want to burn the bottom. And I would bake it at 350. That's what we bake it at. So they just say a hot oven. I don't know how hot that means for them, but I do recommend putting it more on the top. Don't put it quite on the bottom shelf because your home ovens are not that efficient. So our oven rotates in the bakery, so it's not a big deal. So that was a good point that I did learn from this recipe. But I can tell you that if I went to go sell that recipe, no one would buy it. Or they'd buy it and they'd be disappointed. Because if you notice... There's no real flavoring in it. It's just extremely basic. My recipe, which I'm going to go into, is two and a half cups of white all-purpose flour, pastry flour. And like I said, if you're doing the brown Irish soda bread, you can use the whole wheat, but try to use the lighter whole wheat, the gold flour. And then three tablespoons of granulated sugar, one teaspoon of baking soda, one teaspoon of baking powder, one teaspoon of salt, and one teaspoon of caraway seeds. The caraway seeds are optional. I happen to like them in the Irish soda bread. And if you notice, I did put a little sugar in there. I would recommend you do use the sugar. Now, when in, I see recipes, I always try to transfer it to honey because it, it has nutritional value and it's better for you. But this recipe is too heavy. I do recommend using the granulated sugar. And what you do is just basically mix those all together. Those are your dries. And then we add butter. In the traditional Irish soda bread, they don't use butter. But butter tastes good. <laughs> the key thing is, is you want to make it cold butter. And so it's a quarter cup of cold butter. And the reason why is because the cold butter, it basically steams while it bakes. And it creates that flakiness. And just like I want a flaky scone or a flaky pie crust. Start with the cold butter and then cut that in. And it should get into about the size of pea-sized crumbles or so. And then you're going to add in a half a cup of golden raisins. Now, if you don't have golden raisins, you just have regular raisins or you have currants, you're certainly welcome to use those. And then what I would recommend, rather than using a separate container, just use the well method. So you've got all your dry ingredients in there, your butters all smeared in there, your golden raisins or whatever raisins you got, and then just separate it all to the side so there's an empty bottom or a well, if you will. 
And now you're going to put in your cup of buttermilk. And like I said, if you don't have buttermilk, you can use milk, but you need to add that tablespoon of lemon juice. It's the acid found in buttermilk will react to the bases, or most commonly, the baking soda, creating carbon dioxide gas. So that's what you'll get. That's what leavens, right? So the structure will trap your carbon dioxide gas. And that's the small bubbles that's throughout the batter or dough, giving the baked goods their light, airy structure. And then you add two eggs. So it's one cup of buttermilk, two eggs in that well. And just take a fork or a whisk, whatever you got, and whip up the eggs with the milk and then fold in all the dry ingredients. Now, you don't have to use a wooden spoon like I read to you in that traditional recipe. It doesn't really matter. Just get that mixed together. No kneading. All right. So you just put it together until it's all incorporated. And it's going to be, it's much thicker than a um, cookie dough. It, like I said, it's like a scone or a biscuit dough. Um, and this is going to make two soda breads, or I guess you could make one huge one, but I'd recommend cutting it into two and then shape them just round and put it on a well-sprayed cookie sheet. And then the tradition is, is you can egg wash the top and just cut across on top. So you should use a sharp knife and just a little cross on top. And it's going to bake approximately about 30 minutes. And how you tell if it's done is when it comes out, it should be light tan on the bottom. Don't have to use your knuckle at all. <laughs> but if you want to, you can. It should sound a little hollow, but also too, is you'd be able to tell on top, like in the middle, just pick up a little piece with like your thumb and it should flake. And if it's not done baking, it won't flake up on top and it'll be really soft. So just put it in the oven for like another five minutes. But I suspect it's going to be somewhere between 25 and 35 minutes minutes in a 350 degree oven. And I wish I could help you and be more exact, but to be honest, all the ovens are different. So in just because your oven says it's 350 degrees doesn't mean it is. Um, and that's okay. Some people open the door of their oven all the time too. So you don't really need to, but I happen to notice people that do that. So once again, err on the side of less. Check it after 25 minutes and see if it's done. Lastly, if you decide to make one big Irish soda bread, it's going to be more like 40 minutes because the bigger it is, the longer it takes to bake. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, everybody, happy baking.